Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Good afternoon to you. Oh, what a what a wonderful line all the way from Norfolk there. Well, I don't know. It is boosted somehow, I suspect. But anyway, nice to talk to you. <laughs> and it's an absolute pleasure to have you on uh, the perfect afternoon. This is Tom Blofeld, everybody. And Tom has got the most amazing imagination because um, not only has he written a series of children's books that are just completely imaginative, uh, he's taken the whole leap of faith and he's going to open a woodland theme park. Uh, in our neck of the woods, Tom, could you just yeah. uh, just briefly explain to the listeners exactly where this is likely to be? Where is Bewilderwood? Well, it's it, it's near to uh, Chumley Castle, just by Nantwich, between Nantwich and Whitchurch. Yep. Um, uh, it's just in the border of Cheshire, so it's it's, it's Bewilderwood, Cheshire. There is one in Norfolk, which is up and running, so people can see what we're up to. But we made this sort of even cooler and more wondrous and wild and exciting. Mm. And, and we like to think ourselves an adventure park because a theme park isn't quite the same thing. Uh, you, 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 or, or, or we're very much about getting back to nature and no technology and, and just enormously complicated structures to play on and zip wires and slides and all that sort of thing. And then, of course, the nonsense that I write. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not nonsense, Tom. It's, uh, it's, it's, got, uh, it's got the kids enraptured in the characters that you do. Now then, um, you've alluded to the fact that you've already uh, got a adventure park opened in Nor- Norfolk. In, yeah. in the sort of vein, Tom, of that difficult second album that um, yeah. a lot of groups seem to have. How confident are you that you'll be able to replicate the success you've had down in uh, East Anglia there? Well, I don't like to be too much in the direction of Hutzpah. I think the Beatles' second album was actually better than the first, <laughs> so there's always a chance. <laughs> uh, good answer, Tom. Good answer. So, what we're standing, um, I, think, I think we will be... What we've done, the first time was completely suck it and see. You just chuck things out there and sort of it worked. I had no idea what I was doing. And it has a sort of naivety to it for that. And it took us a long time to get it right. This time, really, we've learned what to do. But the main thing is the landscape is better there. So there's much more variety in the woodlands. And it's, it's a really exciting wood. So I kind of, you know, we'll have to see what everybody says. But I think it's better. I really do. Marvellous stuff. Now, um, you've mentioned uh, the fact that you like to be called adventure parks. Th- there mm-hmm. are um, sort of these quasi-theme adventure parks. W- what makes Bewilderwood different? Oh, we're different because we are, we are completely ourselves. We have a complete... Once you, once you get into Bewilderwood, you leave the real world and you enter one single fantasy world. So a, th- a theme park might have a Harry Potter ride and a this, that, and the other ride, and a, whatever it is. Ours is all to do with Swampy the Marsh Boggle, and there is a lovely bit of marsh. The mosses and the mirrors up, 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 up in that part of the world are perfect for, for him. And Mildred the Cocklebog, who's, who's vegetarian and has a lift. Uh, and is, is quite a lot of trouble, actually. And so you meet all these characters, and everything in the whole place feels part of the same extraordinary world. You know, the Boggle Houses, the Twiggle Village, the Witch's House, all that stuff all looks the same. So it's, it, it's a really extraordinary place, I think. Marvellous. Now, th- for the listeners who've just uh, <laughs> heard you speak about all those characters, they come from the yeah. books that you've already written, yeah? 
Yeah, they do. There, there is actually a book um, sneaked in the, in, the, in the background, which is going to be purely about this particular site in Cheshire. But because we haven't built everything, and I want to write all the things that we do finish, you, you don't do it completely in the first year, if you sort of mean, because yeah. you don't, you know, you will be adding to things as things go on. Um, it is tucked away, but the same story, the same characters always apply. I, I don't write new characters. Um, it's just that they have new adventures. Um, so, uh, there are four of them. Uh, and, and the will ultimately be about, about six to eight, I should think, I hope. Anyway, okay. so I keep writing. Is, is the pressure on you then, Tom, to come up with uh, more written work? I mean, you've got a lot on your plate sorting out uh, the new adventure park. Are you going to be writing at the same time? I do. The one problem I've got with writing is that I do find that actually find what's done my head in for writing is lockdown, because I have to say um, home educating to a 12 year old and a 13 year old, the 13 year old being very autistic, has not been compatible with writing, I found, because I thought, great, lockdown. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I need to be in a bubble for that. But no, I mean, yes, I do. I, I love doing it. though. It's, it's actually quite a lot better than doing work. So, um, you know, given the chance, I'll go and write because that's fun. Uh, whereas actually, you know, filling in your accounts is not quite so much fun. Indeed, indeed. Now then, um, it, it looks as though that the adults uh, accompany, accompanying children, they're going to be involved as well. Are they part of your oh, target we, audience, uh, Tom? They are, they are. They're not only part of my target audience, they are the target audience. Oh, right, OK. Uh, when, we, when we researched years and years ago, we researched what we wanted to do, we realised that what we hated was being bored while we stood with our then much smaller children, um, and, and watch them doing things. So everything is designed to be played on by everybody. And on, in some ways, we don't admit any adults to the park. You all have to become children just to get in. Oh, wonderful. Um, and, and so you should go down as it were. And the viewing tower, you will like looking at. And the mazes, you can do. There's very, very little that can't be done by a 70-year-old and a 5-year-old together. Oh, how fabulous is that? Oh, well, count me in the queue there, Tom. Count yeah. me in the queue. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <I'm really> <laughs> so the, 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 the book characters, if you like, do they come alive in Bewilderwood? I think so. Yes, they do. I mean, you, you, you obviously you see where they live, and if you're really, really observant, you might actually meet one of them, but not many people outside of me have. Um, but you, you'll see all kinds of little details everywhere, little doors here and boats in the, in the, in the, in the water and all kinds of things. You do meet Mildred, so she, she definitely actively comes alive. Um, and, 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 uh, yes, some people want to really want to run around and just, and just use the fantastic and they're really, really out of the, out of this world, big, wild, weird structures just to play on. Yeah. And some people love the books. I'd say about 50% really do it for the books and 50% do it for the sheer wildness of the place. Right. And both, I think, have a good time. Fabulous stuff. Now then, um, obviously we live in a different world than when maybe this was started out as a concept. Um, if people are a little bit worried about uh, COVID precautions, have you managed to make extra provisions to keep everybody safe? We, we And it's really sad. We've had to reduce the numbers much more than we had intended. Um, but we did this in Norfolk. We had the experience of doing this in Norfolk the whole of last summer, which was totally successful. And we found out how to do it. So we're applying pretty much all the, work, the rules that we've applied uh, up here. We, we've learned, in other words. We're not experimenting on the public. We, we know what we're doing. <laughs> and um, I, think, I think it's completely safe. There's been almost no evidence at all that there has been any contraction of COVID outdoors. 
Um, and so on condition that you're, you're, the public are sensible and we are sensible, it's as safe as, as most things. And that's why the government's opening them up. Marvel. So I, I'm pretty confident. Marvellous stuff. Now then, you mentioned opening up. Um, I, have you been able to put a date on, or rough date, on when things might open? 12th, on the 12th of April, um, everything starts. It's just full go, go, go from that moment. And I don't see any reason with the news as it now is that that won't be the case. Tickets are on sale. You can go online and book them. You have to book them in advance, incidentally. You can no longer roll up. You've got to get them up front because, obviously, we don't want to be turning around cars and God knows what. Sure. And there are limited numbers. So, you, at the moment, that's the, the only method of getting them. But it's very easy on the website, I think. Like most people have got used to that now. They, they eat restaurants and everything. We're all doing it that way now. Yeah, and that, that website would be www.bewilderwood.co.uk? Exactly. Then choose the Cheshire option. Marvellous stuff. Now then, um, I've been doing a little bit of research, and I believe that the people who um, are part of your site, the, the sort of admin and the and the care, yeah. what's not carers? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, anyway, uh, the, I, I quite like I, 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 the loonies is probably the closest. <laughs> <job>, but but <laughs> I mean, we've got, we were, we're great at staff. We're, we're really we're, everybody loves it. Um, but 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 they are they are effectively you know, they're working there, and we and but the the. the energy from the Cheshire people to come and work for us is phenomenal. I mean, the, the applications have been the highest quality My, and, 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 and there's been no, you know, no trouble. I have a nasty feeling some of that does relate to the fact we're in the hospitality sector and um, it's, um, you know, I'm afraid some of those perhaps are looking for jobs, but we're doing very well. Excellent stuff. Now then, um, I believe they're called the Twiggle Team, is that right? They're called the Twiggle Team. There are Twiggles and Boggles. Twiggles live in the trees and run around you know, dancing and doing all kinds of exciting things and rather elegant. Boggles are rather lumpier, marshier, slightly smellier beasties, um, inclined to stand on their heads and waggle their legs in the air to dance and that sort of thing. Um, so we tend to call the team Twiggles, but we do call the builders the Boggle Builders, just to make it clear that right. there are some of those in the park. So you've, <laughs> you've got Twiggles and Boggles in... In part of your yeah. Twiggle team. That's but wonderful. There are Grubbles, but we haven't named anybody Grubbles at this stage. They die sock. Tom, can I ask you, you know, your wonderful imagination, is, is that yeah. something that you've had um, from a young age, or is it something that, you know, you've had a midlife crisis, or how has it worked? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, it came out after the midlife crisis when it got better. Um, <laughs> I've, always, I've always done it, and I've... I'm a bit mystified why everybody else doesn't, if you sort of mean. Um, I just find that ideas are one of those things that I can splurge out. I never know if they're any good. So it's always quite nice to talk to my wife and children who then tell me, no, that one's no good, Daddy. Another one, please. But um, I just have another idea and another idea. I, I just love doing it. And, and it's a sort of world that you can live in. It's a bit like, like I'm, I'm a bit of a child, really, at heart. And you know how children are. They get hold of two little tiny little character figures and they make a whole story out of it for the <laughs> afternoon and, you know and that's what i still do <laughs> do you know what tom listening to you it's just so refreshing to find somebody who's an unfettered imagination and not only that you translate it into a physical and material things that uh, that bewilderwood is all about you uh, it's just i'm in awe to be honest with you, Tom. I mean, you, you, you must come and, and see, see if you have some fun. Oh, try Maybe and stop bring me. my Uncle Henry up there. You were mentioning him, and you, you've been so good at not mentioning him. I thought I'd bring him up myself this time round. Um, 
if you wanted to. And <laughs> um, uh, listener, uh, Tom has got a very, very famous uncle. And if you're into your cricket at all, you will n absolutely know the name Henry Blofeld, or Blowers, as Brian Johnson refers to him. Um, uh, he's been a massive influence in your life. I can tell that. I can just tell of the type of character you are and the type of character he is. He's been a massive influence in your life, yeah? Uh, yes, he has. I tend, I tend, I think, to dress a bit more soberly than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he, it's funny, I've actually did, I didn't, because he was away all my life cricket commentating. I didn't get to know him until lockdown. And of course, he's come and stayed um, up here because he's had to, had to find somewhere to, to settle. So I've seen more of him this year than I've seen him in perhaps in, in the previous 50 years of my life, which is rather lovely, actually. And he loves Bewilderwood, and, and, and he'll he, write. He has got that imagination. He, he settled down to write a children's book over lockdown. The two of us went off and talked about what children's books should be like. And it was, a, it was great fun doing that with him. Marvellous. Well, uh, Tom, not only have you got an imagination that I, I would give me right arm for, you've got a wonderful <laughs> project with Bewilderwood, but you've got an uncle that everybody would like to have. Except perhaps the ones that have him. No, we love him, we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for asking, and really lovely to have me. No, Tom, the pleasure has been all mine. Thank you so much for a wonderful chat. And we will keep on tabs with regards to April the 12th. Uh, we wish you all the luck in the world for that. And uh, maybe we'll come back on when things have settled down and you can give us an update on to the, uh, to the boggles and the twiggles. And, um, I look forward to, and the one to get an update for is the Lantern Parade at the end of the year, because that is cool. But we'll talk about that in, in nearer October, I think. Marvellous stuff. Tom, Tom Blofeld, thank you so much for that. I really enjoyed the chat, and uh, please do come back again. Absolutely. Thank uh, you very much. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.